0: and also protects our clients as well. You can learn more about UpHeal and the awesome work that they're doing in the world uh, by going to sellingthecouch.com forward slash UpHeal. And UpHeal is uh, spelled U-P and then H-E-A-L, all one word. And at checkout, be sure to enter the promo code COUCH25, C-O-U-C-H, and the number 25 to get 25% off your UpHeal plan for the first two months. Hello, hello. Welcome to session three hundred and twenty five of Selling the Couch. I hope that you're doing well and uh, having an awesome day. So today is a solo episode and uh, this episode was actually written or actually inspired by a Twitter thread that I wrote uh, a little while ago. Uh, all about kind of a big life event that recently happened. Uh, our little one started preschool for the first time. And for those those of you who may be tuning in for the first time, our, our daughter was born uh, two months premature. And she was literally smaller than the size of like an, an American football, weighing, you know, under four pounds. And And when this happened, you know, like four years ago, I just remember like being absolutely shocked and devastated and having a whole bunch of like mixed emotions, right? Going through the whole Nikki process and all of these things. And, you know, as as parents, like we worried about how, you know, we would be able to support her, whether she would have any sort of developmental delays and all of those different things. And then for me, as a business owner... I thought a lot about like what does this mean for my business. I mean, up until that time, I was basically doing five five days of clinical work and then doing uh, STC kind of on the side. And you know, when I and I was like, I I just didn't know how would I would sort of manage all of these different things. And I wanted to actually just create this episode just to share like seven reasons why uh, our daughter being born early has made me a better entrepreneur. And and in fact, I would argue it was like one of the best things that's happened to me uh, as a small business owner. You know, I feel like so many of us, we, all of us have events that at the moment just feel absolutely devastating or extremely hard and when we're able to kind of look look back on it, we're like, wow, you know, that was a really hard season of life. And it taught me a lot about myself and about how what's important to me and how I sort of want to align my life. So the, the first thing for me was, um, I had this realization that business gets more complicated with more time. So as I shared, you know, I was working like the equivalent of five clinical days. And so when you throw in STC, uh, I would say it was probably another six to six and a half days, uh, where I was working. Right. And I remember like telling myself it was necessary. You know, I, like many of us, I didn't take like a business or marketing class. And so my whole like foray into entrepreneurship was, you know, with, with STC. And I, just said, you know, this is just part of the grind, you need to suffer in order to succeed. And that's sort of the mindset that I had. And especially for me, like, uh, you know, I'm I'm the child of immigrants. I was born in India and then we came to the U.S. at such an early age and just after I had finished first grade, so I'd started second grade here. And I remember just having to like really work so much hard, like really hard to learn a new language. Uh, to pick up like social cues, and then they were just you know like, and then just feeling a lot of pressure, right? So, I just felt like I had to always like kind of keep my head down and just work, work, work. But the thing about always keeping your head down and working, working, working is that you fall victims victim to Parkinson's law. So you might be like, Mel, what in the world? <laughs> so, the Parkinson's law is basically says that the work that we do expands. To fill the time that we allocate to it um, or any sort of task that we do expands to fill the time that we allocate to it. So what I realized is I didn't need to work 50 hours in order to make an impact. I, in fact, I could work smart, but not hard, right? And I needed to look for the 20% of the effort that I was doing in order to generate 80% of the results. And one of the things that I, started doing. And I actually do this about every quarter because I feel like my natural tendency will always be to try to just work and try to, you know, almost like, I don't know, there's like this unhealthy struggle, I think, or this pride that I have in just always having to struggle so much anytime I create something and I always have to like check myself. So what I did was I performed a time audit. So any repetitive tasks, look to automate, delegate, eliminate, or systematize. And so I wouldn't even say like repetitive tasks, but like any task that you do in your business, the first thing I always recommend is write down literally down to every like it just it can be quick bullet points, but make sure it's every task, like even if it's minute. So for example, spending time writing case notes, right? And that might be one task, right? And what you want to do, and then you also want to obviously write down like more administrative or business-related tasks. You know, I post on whatever social media platform three times a week, right? And what then you want to do is you want to take a second sheet of paper out and you want to categorize each of those tasks into either automate. So automate basically means uh, using software uh, in order to make, to no longer have like a person do that. So you have to set it up on the front end, but it kind of takes care of it itself in the in the back end. So an example might be, you know, like in the Selling the Couch Facebook Facebook group, we have a free promo Friday and a social share Saturday. And there's like a little graphic that we have. And initially I was like, oh I gotta make sure I'm there in front of my computer every Friday at 10.45 a.m. or every Saturday at like 9.30 a.m., right? But that was like eating into my own schedule and, you know, disrupting with work and all of those stuff. And so one of the things that I did was I just purchased some social media scheduling software. Uh, We use SmarterQ if you're um, curious about it. But uh, and we basically now automate that. So I basically have created one post and it just recycles that post every week. So now I no longer have to worry about it. Delegate is obviously like bringing on somebody to help you. So, you know, I have a virtual assistant slash head of operations who handles a lot of sort of the, the administrative tasks, the stuff that I feel like, yeah, I can do it but there's probably somebody that can do it as good or at least 80% of the quality of me. And it's probably just better to delegate that so that I can free up my time and my mind to focus on sort of what I call like high leverage tasks, the stuff that I can make the most impact with. So for example, like recording these podcast episodes, but the editing of the podcast, I have somebody else that I have a podcast editor that helps me with that because me spending a couple hours editing a podcast is probably not gonna be that great sounding uh, if you want an example of that, check out the first 13 episodes of the podcast where the editing was done by years truly and it was not very good. And then the final thing that you want to do is batch, which I think is basically if it's, you have a repetitive task, instead of doing that repetitive task and then just going to another task, figure out, see if you can block out a, a schedule of time or a block of time in order to do that repetitive task like over and over so an example might be like for me like podcast interviews right instead of scheduling like one interview one day and another interview another day i just tuesday mornings uh for three hours i record interview-based episodes and then i record um solo episodes like this that way i just have to think about it and yeah during that one period of time and then i'm good to go And what I found generally is, you know, doing this, I just got a lot more done in those four days than I did in uh, the previous six days that I was working. The second sort of thing that I learned is there's more metrics than money. Uh, So for every Friday for the past four years, uh, I've done daddy daughter day and with our daughter being born, and she ended up having some developmental delays, like she had like low muscle tone. And so She was basically not sitting up uh, at this, you know, at the appropriate time. And so we were on it. And fortunately, we had some great, like, healthcare providers, like, supporting us. And uh, she ended up doing PT for about a year and a half just to, like, develop those muscles, even learn how to walk, even learn how to, like, balance because she just wasn't able to because of the low muscle tone. And I remember, like, we would do, Early days of daddy daughter days would be me just doing like repetitive exercises, right? Like propping her up against a wall and literally being like, you know, a foot away and, you know, just say, like, come to data, come to data. And then she would walk. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I was like thinking about some of that and what we've gone through. And, and, you know, eventually she picked it up, right? And I realized, like, one, what a like, a, I feel so privileged because you know my partner like fortunately has a full time job that allowed me to do this and insurance and all of those things. I recognize it. I'm just so humbled by my privilege, and I realize like yeah, we could have paid for daycare, but you know the memories that that I've been able to create these past four years are priceless. Uh, we moved beyond <laughs> PT, you know, and we've done all sorts of different things. Everything from she's actually pretty versed in my podcasting movement <laughs> right now, so. I taught her to how to use my Rodecaster Pro in order to like get really good mic sound. Yes, but not, not probably when it comes so judgment free zone, but, you know, she, you know, she knows how to like, you know, adjust the mics now and all of these different things. And then we did a bunch of other stuff like gardening and going to arboretums and museums and just, you know, my whole goal was just to like bring joy, you know, and, and let her just. Let her just enjoy these moments and create a ton of really good memories, right? And what I realize is not everything that counts can be counted. Uh, you build a business, you know, all of us either build a business for ourselves, our families, our health. So why sacrifice the time? You know, usually we build it for relationships, right? So why sacrifice your time with them as we're sort of building it uh, versus trying to figure out how do I optimize my time now so that I can figure out and spend time with my loved ones. Uh, The next sort of point, uh, the third one is creative or creativity time is essential. So it's super easy to work hard on the business and have no time to like explore and just be curious. Uh, This is actually something that I've practically done now. Every like afternoon, two hours I just have learning time and creativity time where I'm just like working on different like learning different things and thinking about how I can employ it. I also have a separate like 30 minute slot once a week I actually want to explain this where I just do like creativity exercises just to like to continue to like build those muscles. But you know after you play in terms of that creativity, right? like after you are playing with a toddler every week, Your business decisions, what I notice is that my business decisions improve drastically. As an entrepreneur, I think it's really important to give your mind the opportunity for creative play. The fourth point is business doesn't have all the answers. It's easy to expect work to fulfill you in every aspect. I was a little naive and (laughs) I thought that same thing. Like if I hit some sort of financial goal or download numbers of the podcast or x number of folks on the stc newsletter um, i thought you know wow I've, I've made it you know but trust me like it can't uh you burn out and then there's this weird thing of entrepreneurship and especially living in a sort of capitalist society right you always want more and inevitably i think there's a very good chance you end up sacrificing your health. And what I've kind of realized is don't build your life around your business. Build your business to support your life. The next point is simplicity is key. You know, teaching a toddler has taught me one thing. Concise communication is so essential. You know, as an entrepreneur, you need to be easy to understand. You know, one of the things, especially as, you know, as as therapists, you know, that many of us are thinking about like online income and shifting sort of partly or fully to an online business uh, beyond just therapy. So like creating podcasts and courses and all of these different things, right? You know, for me personally, right? Like I live and breathe podcasting and online courses in this season. Like I've been a course creator for seven years, been a podcaster for that amount of time as well. And I, there's a lot of stuff that I've learned, right? And When you're in the throes of it, like, you just get used to the language and you're like, oh, okay, you start to understand it. And sometimes it's so easy to speak in that same language, right? You know, for example, like with podcasting, right? Uh, When you have a mic, it's really helpful to have something called a pop filter. And basically what that does is naturally when we speak, right, any letters that start with P or B, they tend to make a pop, pop, popping noise which can be distracting to folks. And especially if you're listening on earbuds or something like that. And there are little things that you can do with your mic uh, in order to like vastly improve that and make that go away. And I, w- I remember like trying to explain that one time and I was, and somebody looked at me like, Man, what are you talking about? And I really had to simplify it. Basically I think all this whole experience has taught me, you need to be able to distill complex subjects into central truths. Be clear, not clever. The next sort of point is seasons don't last. You know, business and entrepreneurship is a roller coaster, and often the struggle feels endless. But time truly does pass fast. I mean, I was thinking about this the other day, like, I don't even know. I mean, I know where that time of four years went. Yet at the same time, I have no idea where those four years went. I mean, it just seems like it just flew, you know? And one of the things that I've learned through this whole experience, uh, I wouldn't say I'm like great at it, but I think there is like a lot of, I'm getting better. But basically, don't get too high with the highs and don't get too low with the lows, you know? Focus on the present. You'll appreciate the journey in retrospect. Be grateful and appreciate it now. And I think coming from this, position of gratitude this is like one of the biggest keys that i've realized with all of these podcast interviews as well some of the most successful therapists and the ones that are like financially like doing really well and entrepreneurs that i have on this right they're like the most like low key people uh, and more than that they're very grateful for what they have right and it's something that i want to continue to get better at even if you know like stc is you know not quite at the sort of financial or reach goal that i would love for it to be at but i don't want it to be just like that's the ultimate goal and if i don't reach that a certain year like oh i'm miserable right i think what's better is to say like hey i am so grateful i get another year of this like celebrating these small wins being grateful to be able to do this thing uh run a small business as as creators and as entrepreneurs i think there's so many things I think we can also, we can be so appreciative of. Sort of the, the final, the seventh point is the courage of a child is inspiring, you know, because my baby was uh, premature. She had, uh, as I shared, she had low muscle tone and she needed 18 months of physical therapy. I saw her fall more times than I could count. Uh, she always got back up and that got me thinking, no lesson is more important in entrepreneurship. Grit is what truly gets results and kids don't have a fear of failure because they're not wrapped up in what people think. So if you're building a business, remember the only way to fail is if you refuse to get back up. Uh, And I'm a big believer in this idea of like failing forward, that there is no such thing as failure. There are only things, such thing as lessons. And even if, you know, I've had so many fails, like, you know, a couple of years ago, I'll give you just a, a, you know, just a human example of this. Uh, a couple of years ago, I launched the STC directory thinking like it would be awesome to create a directory that allowed therapists to connect to one another in order to expand our referral network, uh, just a network, all of those things. It's a great idea. And I it's funny, like I see now, like there are, are folks that are creating things like that. Uh, what I didn't anticipate is the amount of energy and financial resources it takes to build and maintain an online directory. And uh, about a year ago, we decided to make a really tough decision to shut that directory down. And I'm so grateful I had the courage to build it. And it did. Like financially, it actually did pretty well, like trying to just be more transparent with financial numbers just so that, you know, we can talk about money. But, you know, I basically went from like zero to like 4,000 in monthly recurring revenue. So about 48,000 a year just from that online directory and I remember thinking like whoa that was like I mean that was the first time I'd ever had something that scaled to that level and uh like that quickly and but you know then there was some really tough stuff with it right like you know cancellations and there was just a lot we were you know kind of combining different things together And it just, uh, in terms of software and it just like things kept breaking and there was just a lot of hard lessons. And, uh, but I'm so, I felt like so much embarrassment about shutting that directory down about a year ago, but now I look back and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it didn't work out the way I envisioned, but I needed to do that because one, it allowed me to create sort of, you know, what I think is like now our flagship product for STC, which is our online course mastermind for therapists. And by the way, you can learn more about that at sign dot forward slash mastermind if you are um, interested or thinking about creating an online course. But I needed to do that. I needed to fail with that directory in order to realize like, hey, a directory and building a directory out is not something I want to do. But like a mastermind is something that I love. Like I love teaching and I love mentoring and I love just bringing together like innovative people and uh, just creating that atmosphere. So. The summary of this is, again, the seven lessons. Schedule creative play. Second, value time with your family. Third, be as fearless as a child. Fourth, be smart with your effort. Fifth, keep communication simple. Sixth, build your business around your life. And seven, don't measure success with money only. I Hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, yeah, I would love, especially as you know, I would love to hear from you, uh, especially if this episode has resonated. Um, I always still struggle with episodes like this because they are a little bit more personal, but I really believe that all of us like learn lessons. And, you know, one of my biggest dreams with STC is not, uh, it's not just like some financial thing. Honestly, like I I think a lot about like, what would be my legacy or my impact? And the most important thing for me is that uh, hopefully it helps you avoid a lot of the mistakes and helps you sort of reframe or think about your life maybe in a different way. Have a great rest of your day and uh, I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com.